You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Kevin Wags. I give you A. And with that, welcome back to the ACL pod featuring the one, the only Mr. Captain Wags. I am ACL. He is Wags. Twitter and the gram at the real Mr. ACL at Captain Wags. The website acl-sports.com. Happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy early New Year. If you're listening to this before the new year we are taping this wednesday after christmas the wednesday before new year's lots going on we are all up in bowl season right now having a great bowl season to start week 17 of the nfl coming up this weekend wags happy holidays man happy early new year how's everything going happy holidays yeah no all good all good you know a lot of family time a lot of football a lot of not not so much uh, hockey or, or college basketball lately, but that's starting to pick up a few days off, um, which is always a good thing. Give you a little time to relax and, and just enjoy the family instead of uh, having to go to work and, and cap games every uh, every morning. So able to sleep in a little bit, you know, enjoy time. And here we are back at it. You know, we're pretty much in the uh, starting to get into like the height of bowl season. You know, we had all the, uh, you know, lower level bulls, if you will. And, and now we're going to get into uh, really um, good football, good teams and, and looking forward to uh, the rest of bowl season here. Yeah, man. As I mentioned, we're taping this Wednesday, everybody four bowl games here, Wednesday, three on Thursday, five on Friday, four on Saturday. It's weird this year. So new year's day, you know, years past, that's sort of where all the big bowl games are, right? The Rose Bowl Parade, the Rose Bowl, et cetera. With the NFL having their regular week 17 this year on a Sunday, uh, there are zero bowl games on Sunday this year. So yep. all those games, right, the Rose Bowl, uh, all those games that are traditionally New Year's Day are now pushed to New Year's Day observed, which, of course, is January 2nd on Monday this year. So a little quirk in the schedule there. But, hey. I'm I'm totally fine with it. I'm I'm completely good with having bowl games Saturday, Monday mixed in with the full NFL Sunday. So that's great. Of course, the big bowl games here, Wags, Saturday. I, first of all, I know we, we've had this talk. I hate that they have the semifinal games New Year's Eve. Oh, the worst. The Four worst. o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock Eastern. I mean, literally, the second game ends if you're lucky. At midnight, sometimes you know if it goes to overtime or if it's uh, you know. Well, it's frustrating. Passing, I mean, it's just make, annoying. You make plans with family, friends. Everybody likes to do something on on New Year's, whether it's go out, um, you know, big time. You know, when I was younger in our earlier days, you know, when, when we're in our early twenties, mid twenties, that was like, all right, we're going to go to the club, we're going to do that. That may have worked out for me, you know, because I would have been able to go out late, um, stay up, watch the games, and then go out. Now I got a family. Uh, a little bit more mature, slightly, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, it's all relative, I guess. Um, but now it's like, you know, your wife wants to go out to dinner on New Year's. And what are you going to say? No. So, of course, you're going to dinner on New Year's, wh- whatever time that is, whether it, you do it really early, let's see, you know, 7, 7.30, 8. Well, guess what? You're in the middle of the games. 
Yeah. You're in the middle of the games. I mean, Basically the first checking game, your phone. The first game starts at four Eastern. Ridiculous. Now, if you're on the West Coast, this works out perfectly great for you, right? West Coast, your money. You got a one o'clock game, you got a five o'clock game, and then you can go out and, and yep. make your plans. Well, East, East Coast Coasters, folks. Midwest, I mean, you're 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 screwed. And, and now, you know, la- last year I went to a nice fancy steakhouse. Literally asked my wife if it would be okay to to take my phone out and watch the games. Thankfully, my wife is amazing, able to watch the phone. But you know, it felt kind. Of, first off, it's weird. You're watching, you know, at a nice <laughs> steakhouse on your phone. It's kind of you know somewhat rude. I don't really care. Um, <laughs> but but you know, I'm gonna have to do the same thing again. I mean, it's just year after year. Like, make the change. Let's go. You know, make put the games on the thirtieth. Or the Earlier, first, or the second. Yeah, I mean, it's just, just stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. I hate it. Aside but. from the obvious, right? Aside from the two semifinal games, as of now, we're sitting Ohio State, Georgia, Georgia minus six and a half, total 63. TCU, Michigan, Michigan minus seven and a half, total 58. Aside from the obvious wags, any other bowl games of the ones still remaining that are sort of on your radar, either, you know, from a betting perspective, just from a watching perspective, games that you're interested in the most uh, going forward here? There's a lot of them. I mean, I know that's kind of a ridiculous answer. Um, the ones today, obviously, you know, we have four games going on. Um, you know, not really that interested. I think Texas Tech and Ole Miss should see some fireworks there. Um, but, you know, the following day, tomorrow, we got Oklahoma and, and Florida State, just two historic programs. I want to see, you know, you kind of have Oklahoma in, in a slight decline, Florida State on, on the up and up here. Uh, you see Florida State nine and a half point favorites, um, and the way that they've steam, been baby, playing, steam. yeah, the way that they've been playing, they, they deserve to be that. Um, but yeah, I just want to see how Oklahoma comes out and see how they play. Um, do they care? Do they not? Is it steamed because Florida State's just going to put it on them? Um, also, same day tomorrow, Texas and Washington. I think this game's going to be awesome. I think this game's going to be one of the best games. I think there's going to be fireworks. I think it's going to be, you know, a lot of back and forth. Uh, we actually see, saw this game get, um, you know, move up an entire point uh, from Texas four down to three. So that's kind of interesting. Um, outside of that, I want to see the Notre Dame, South Carolina game, just because mm. it, two teams that kind of started off kind of not so great, but they're both playing pretty well. Um, it should be a pretty tight game, probably a little bit more defensive, you know, if you want that, um, Tennessee and Clemson, I'm going to the game. So that should be fun. Uh, and then, yeah, obviously the two big games and then after the big games, I mean, there's two games after that. And again, I'm going down to feel like I'm saying every game on the list here, uh, Tulane and USC, right? Like big historic program and USC finally back at it, uh, ranked 10th in the nation playing Tulane. Like, who the heck is Tulane, right? right? Had a heck of a year, great year. I think those guys are going to be geared up for this bowl. Um, it's going to be, a, a, you know, it's going to be a really good game for a Tulane-USC game. So that should be exciting. And then the last game, which I'm probably most excited about, is the Penn State-Utah game. I think that game is going to be awesome. Um, you know, I, I think both teams are really, really good. And, you know, uh I have a play on this game, so uh, you know it's already out there. Don't want to really get into it too much. Uh, if you want the plays, you can find us. You know where to find us. But um, that should that should be a great game. Oh, you were going to say the Arizona Bowl, Ohio versus Wyoming. Well, you know, I don't even know if I'm going to watch that game. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's, you can't because it's on Barstool TV. 
<laughs> is that true? Is that really? Uh, it, it's the on? whole thing, man. It's uh, I don't yeah. even know. I don't. I know nothing about Ohio, it. I will tell you that Ohio is out to minus two because Wyoming has a lot of opt outs. However, the Wyoming coach, whose last name is Bulls, has a very good bull record, and uh, there has been some late buyback on Wyoming. So that is the extent of which I will jump into that game. For the now. only thing I know about Wyoming is that they're not so good on offense. That's There's a total of 41 in that game. So yeah. there, that, make, that makes sense. I mean, I know um, college football really well. It's what I study. But that game, I mean, there's just zero interest. That might be a a – I mean, look, that's one of those weird games where they stick it in between, you know, the Sugar Bowl, the Rose Bowl, the stuff, the first, Cotton Bowl. That should have been yeah. the first bowl. And no one's going to be watching it. For me, it's the Orange Bowl. Um, look, Ohio – Clemson versus Tennessee, a game that you'll be at right now. Clemson down to minus four and a half. And for me, it's because of the quarterback situation, right? So you had both opt-outs for both teams. So for Tennessee, I mean, it is a huge letdown to go from Hooker to Joe Milton, in my opinion. And then on the Clemson side, TJ just transferred to what, Oregon State? So so he's he's gone. Um, You get Kate Klubnik, who's going to be starting for Clemson. Dabo, great bowl record. Dabo gets his guys up. Last year, they were in a huge letdown spot. They wound up winning that that bowl game. So really interesting game from a handicapping perspective, which are the games that I love, where there's just a lot of like moving parts. Yep. And just sort of like try to figure out, you know, motivation. Uh, Are the teams interested? Where from Tennessee's perspective, right? Three, four weeks ago, they were, had their, they control their own destiny to get into the college football playoff, they wound up losing that game. Clemson comes out. Are they better off now with DJ gone? Does the team sort of rally around Cade? That kind of thing. So just a lot of moving parts there for that Orange Bowl game for me. You have seen some movement, as I mentioned. It got up to six, six and a half. Clemson dropped back down to about four and a half is where we sit now. So really, really interested on that one. Um, yeah, I mean, and coaching comes into it, right? And absolutely. And the Bulls and, like, obviously um, – you know, you, you got Dabo over there who has a, a great, great <laughs> record in the Bulls. He gets his guys up. But, you know, Josh Heupel, heck of a year. Um, kudos to him. But he, he's just not experienced in these positions. Right. So we shall see how that uh, kind of plays out as well. We shall see. And as you mentioned, guys, the bowl package is still up. It's, you know, we're we're only halfway done with, with all the Bulls. Haven't even gotten to the uh, playoff games yet. So the bowl package is still up. It's prorated, so the price has dropped, obviously, because a lot of the games are done now. So check that out on the website, acl-sports.com. All right, Wags, moving over to the National Football League. We have two weeks left, week 17. We had had uh, some divisions clinched. We have had some wildcard teams clinched. Um, wanted to start off just generally as far as the favorites, right? So if you look at the NFC current favorite, Philadelphia Eagles, plus 175 to win the NFC. The Niners are right behind them, plus 260. Cowboys, 5-1. to one. Then you have a pretty significant drop-off. Vikings, 10-1. to one. Bucks, 12-1. to one. Packers, 25-1. to one. We'll talk about the Packers as well. Um, for me, a lot of this is dependent, obviously. I'm not you know, telling anybody any breaking news here upon the quarterback situation for the Eagles. Whenever I hear that it's a shoulder situation for a quarterback, I always kind of take pause, right? Because if it's ribs, if it's, you know, knee, like stuff and stuff, you can wrap up, you can take a shot, a shoulder for a quarterback who throws the ball every other play, never good. Now, I loved what I saw Adam Minshew this past week. They put up, what, 34 points against Dallas, but we saw the limitations. He turns the ball over one, maybe two, too many times per game. So I think that there is a significant drop off there. On the Niner side for me, though, we talked about this for a month. When is Brock Purdy's bad game coming? I mean, is it going to be 
week one of the playoffs is going to be this week against the Raiders. We shall see, but you would think he's not just going to come in and have eight or nine straight weeks all the way up to that, to raising the, the uh, Super Bowl trophy this year. So that bad game is coming. You would hope if you're a Niners fan, that it's coming sooner rather than later in, in the playoffs. But look, if the Niners can do it, man, what a story, what a story for Kyle Shanahan taking Mr. Irrelevant eight or nine games all the way to the Super Bowl title. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and, and I think yeah, I, I like the value on the Niners right here at, at plus two sixty. I mean, okay. look, I told you, told everybody on the pod last time, like I'm a I'm a big believer in Purdy. I think this guy's good. He's legit. Um, I forget exactly who the Niners had, but they brought another quarterback into camp. Josh Johnson, baby. Jo- yeah, was it Josh Johnson? They brought they him off the just... Denver Broncos practice squad. Yeah, and then they they let him walk i mean this was or i think this was no this is preseason so some it doesn't matter they believed in brock purdy he he right. proved himself they really wanted to take a shot in him um and, and you know for his for his sake you know the stars aligned and, and now he's a starting quarterback and he's taking advantage of it um i really do like him i think he's a game manager i think he could sling the ball as well um and you're absolutely right you know with, with jalen hurts um and, and that situation with his shoulder you, you got to hesitate a little bit to to pull the trigger on them right now. Um, and also, frankly, I, I just think that the Niners defense, you know, when it gets down to it, if it is the Eagles and Niners, um, that Niners defense, it, they're, they're a Tough. bunch of bad, bad boys over there. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, w- I, would, I would lean towards uh, the Niners there. They've been a team I've been, as you know, talking about on this podcast for two straight months now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as far as futures go. So yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, and, and on the flip side, you know, just looking at the AFC, I yeah. mean, we, we got Buffalo plus plus one sixty. Is as, the right as, team favored there, man. I mean, look, you got I the don't Chiefs and the so. Bengals. I don't think so. And would you have you favored what, the Chiefs? I would have the Chiefs favored. And I think the Bengals are much closer than, um, you know, to the, uh, they should be better than five to five one. To one yeah. Probably be at somewhere around plus three eighty. Um, something around those numbers, but you know, with Josh Allen, he hasn't looked right. I mean, His ever elbow's since not right. he had a, he had an elbow issue. It, he doesn't look right. Their offense doesn't look right. That said, they do keep winning. So, you know, you, there, there's something to be said there. Um, they're a huge, huge, huge game coming up uh, with the bills and the Bengals. And guess what? The Bengals and why I say they deserve to, to move up. They, they have the chiefs number right? Like the Bengals have the chief's number and and we'll see what happens in Cincinnati when they play Buffalo, but this is a big game. I mean, Cincinnati wins, they go to 12 and four Buffalo loses. They go to 12 and four. And guess what? Now Cincinnati's got the, the upper hand on, on the bills. And, um, you know, it's a huge game that that place is going to be rocking. I expect the back and forth game, you know, quite probably some sort of shootout. We're going to see pretty good weather in Cincinnati for, for a January 2nd game on Monday night. Looks like a high of 59, a low of 51. So it's not going to be a big drop when it gets, uh, you know, down at nighttime. Um, so we'll see. But I mean, to me, I, I think the Chiefs probably should be a little bit, you know, closer to Buffalo, if not the favorite in the AFC. One of the more amazing stats you'll see the Cincinnati Bengals are 12 and 3 ATS this year, which you would, which is still pretty darn good. What's amazing about it is they were in the Super Bowl last year, right? Yeah. So they're obviously the public likes and the public knows Joe Burrow. So the, the, the public bets that team and they're still 12 and 3 ATS. Right. So yeah, absolutely no, to- amazing. 
totally. I'll tell you what, they were a team that I was off. I was wrong on. I think I had their under um, this year. I just 10. thought, yeah, I, I had under 10. Um, they're impressive. Burrow keeps impressing me. He keeps proving me wrong. Um, he's great. I mean, I'm, I'm happy that I have him on my fantasy team. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I will say, and, and uh, you know, I guess this is time for me to brag. Five fantasy leagues, four finals. Congrats. So, well done. Uh, yeah. One of yeah. those leagues is a, is a, well, one of those leagues is against you in the finals. So, Thank you. Thank you. uh, yeah, kudos to you, but you know, we'll see, we'll see if we, uh, see who comes out victorious right now. I think I, you know, based on the joke pr- projections, I'm, I'm favored by about seven points. Maybe um, six after I just updated my, <laughs> prior to taping this pod. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I'm in another league, a, a huge kind of big boy league, if you will, where, um, it's an absurd buy-in. It was a half a Bitcoin entry, six Bitcoin pot uh 4.2 bitcoins are split between the first and second place and um yeah we already uh somewhat chopped that so it went from 4.2 we took 3.2 split it so we each get 1.6 and then we're fighting for the the last bitcoin take it down winner takes all so uh good news you just broke it actually uh before anybody else kudos to acl um car out this game uh this week um for the raiders so uh the good news is in that finals i'm i'm kind of sad i chopped it already um he has josh jacobs and he has uh devonte adams so you prefer from your perspective to have jared Stidham versus Derek carr yes so. so that that looks that looks good that works out um but yeah Anyway, off of fantasy, fantasy football. football. Yeah, nobody <laughs> likes hearing about other people's fantasy team. So it took one minute. Sorry, guys. But uh, yeah, so fantasy football, if you're in the finals this weekend, good luck to you. Just going back real quick, Wags, before we talk about the Green Bay Packers real quick. Yeah, the AFC conference odds, as you mentioned, Buffalo's favored plus 160, the Chiefs plus 240, Cincinnati plus 500. The Monday Night Football game this week, Buffalo minus one at Cincinnati, right? So those odds sort of reflect that because if Buffalo wins that, I'm, I, I feel confident in saying that they're going to get the number one seed. And that's just su- such a huge advantage now, ha- having the bye, having home field. Basically, not basically, if Buffalo gets that, then they would have to just win two home games to win the AFC. So uh, assuming, it, assuming that they'll have home field and they don't move games to Detroit. Could happen, man. You never know. You could have some crazy blizzard. Hopefully nobody's flying Southwest Airlines out there. And, uh, you know, you're you're listening to this where you want to be as opposed to being stranded. But, uh, yeah, point being, huge, huge, huge game for, obviously, playoffs, but just futures in general this Monday night. Buffalo at Cincinnati. Don't hate Cincinnati as a potential teaser leg. I think this game probably will close closer to pick them. So if you can see the Bengals plus one, plus one and a half, teasing them through the three and the seven, not the worst play in the world. Okay, real quick, Wags. There has been a lot of chatter. We'll just call it them on gambling Twitter. On the Green Bay Packers, NFC future odds as of late, they were as high as like 100 to 1 a couple weeks ago. They win a couple games. They beat the Tua-led Miami Dolphins. And <laughs> now they're 25 to 1, 20 to 1 to win the NFC in some shops. Um, a lot of this, of course, has to do with just the overall weakness of the NFC, right? 
the strongest teams, of course, are the Eagles, potentially the Gardner Minshew led Eagles and the Brock Purdy led 49ers. So for my money, look, I, I don't hate it. The Packers are minus three and a half at home this weekend against the Vikings. If they went out, they are they have a pretty darn good chance of getting in. I just wouldn't be taking 25 to one. I would be rolling it over, right? If, yeah, if I well, like Green Bay, just roll over every money line and you'll make a lot more money than 25 to one. Yeah, no no doubt about that. Um, they are home the last two games. They are three and a half point favorites, as you mentioned, this week against the Vikings. Next mm-hmm. week, they're at home against the uh, Lions. Now, both good situations for them, both good matchups for them. Um, that said, if I think if they win both, I, I, I think their chances are still like 60%. They need some help for sure. Yeah, they, they, need, they, that, need they don't control right? anything. They do not control their own destiny. Um, if they do win out, like they still need help. And that said, if they do win out, they will be on the road uh, in the playoffs. So um, like you said, it, it's probably, you know, they're going to be dogs and they have to win like three what, games, three or three or four games, three games to get there. Um, and man, Aaron Rodgers, you know, playoff success is just yeah. incredible, right? Yeah. Not, <laughs> um, but yeah. I mean, you could just roll it over. You, you, like you said, yeah, you know, just keep keep playing them on the money line, um, and you'll likely get better than the twenty-five to one. Yep. So that's what I would do. Uh, those they have won three games in a row. One game was against the Bears, who are probably going to get the number two pick in the draft. The next win was against the Rams, probably going to get the number three or four pick in the draft. And the next win was by six against the Dolphins, who apparently two had a concussion in the second half of that game. So right, and, and, keep, and that keep was kind of. Yeah, that was kind of apparent when they put up a, a, a goose egg in the second half after scoring 20 points in the first half. Yes, it was. Okay. Fishy line of the week. What is this? It's a game we identify where the line stinks. You look at it. It doesn't make sense. Is someone hurt? Is someone out? Is is the coach tanking? Is the coach quitting? Is something going on that we don't know about? It just looks weird, right? So for me, I tweeted this out a little bit earlier today, and we just talked about it. Green Bay Packers. The under 500, seven and eight Green Bay Packers are at home against who? The division champion, 12 and three, a team that still has an outside shot at the number one seed, Minnesota Vikings. Green Bay, they're not favored by one. They're not favored by two. They're not favored by three wags. They are giving over a field goal in this game, minus three and a half against the Minnesota Vikings. The line absolutely stinks. People are going to, you know, we'll call them the casual fan. The tw- Oh, my gosh, the 12-3 and three Vikings are getting over a field goal against Green Bay, who's 7-8, and eight, isn't even in the playoffs. Fishy line of the week. Not saying I'm on it either way. I'm just saying it's fishy. Take a look at it. Yep. No, absolutely. Definitely fishy. Um, I will definitely be taking a look at that. Um, and then on the flip side, my fishy line of the week, Eagles only 6.5 at home against the Saints. Um, this means that this game is close to Pickham in New Orleans, way too low. If it was in New Orleans, this game would be at least three, if not three and a half. Um, I think this line should be closer to somewhere between 10 and 11. Um, look, I understand Jalen Hurts is questionable. We did talk about that with the shoulder. Um, but even with Minshew, we saw him flinging the ball around um, that the weapons that the Eagles have, along with their defense, should be good enough um, for this game to be higher than six and a half at home. Um, I see it dropped, which might think, you know, that some of these sharps out there think that Hertz is going to be out. Um, I would monitor this game. I'm going to look 
possibly at the Saints here. Um, I again, as ACL mentioned, not on these games, um, not at, not yet. But I look at these lines, take a look, say, hey, why is why are the thirteen and two Eagles who are at home only six and a half against the six and nine or uh, Saints? It's an interesting one as far as the situational spot that I always look at, Wags. So first of all, if the Eagles win this, they, they, they clinch the one, right. which is yep. high motivation. Secondly, it's the Saints' second road game in a row. And what they do last week? They won outright as a dog. So we talk about that a lot. When you have teams have these two road games and they win the first one outright as an underdog, it's not on purpose. It's just sort of subconscious human nature to take your foot off the gas. Okay, we have these two games. Our goal was to win one of them, right? They did that horrible weather, the whole snow game in Cleveland. And now what do they have to do? They go back to New Orleans and they fly back to Philly. And what happened to Philly? They come off a loss, right? So just a a good, if you will, situational spot to take Philly here. So I want to see what's going on with the quarterback situation. Flip side to that, even though the Saints are six and nine, they could win win. the division. The South, the NFC South is awful. It, it's worse than Absolutely the NFC East awful. was a couple so, of years ago. So if Carolina this week beats Tampa, mm-hmm. both of those teams will be seven and nine. Mm-hmm. If, this, if the Saints go on to beat Philly somehow, they are also seven and nine. And then the Saints next week play Carolina, um, where again, if they win, they have a, a legit shot to oh, win yeah. that division. Because Tampa plays Atlanta week yep. 18 at so, Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta so, could could win that game. Yeah. So definitely high motivation for the Saints. Not saying that they don't have anything to play for. Um, I just think the game last week was sort of like I, I tend to throw those games out, those really weird, crazy weather games uh, from like a power ratings perspective. Right. It's just so fluky with the wind, the weather, the guy makes a kick. There's a sudden wind gust, like crazy things happen. So I'm not necessarily upgrading the Saints in my numbers based on that win at Cleveland last week. No doubt. No so, doubt about it. All right. That is the fishy lines. We are going to take this quick break and be back with taking a look at that Bills Bengals game, $200 site credit time and free plays. We'll be right back after this. And we are back. The ACL pod featuring Captain Wags at the real mystery CL at Captain Wags, Twitter and Instagram, ACL sports.com. Check us out. All the packages are up. Bowl package still in full effect. NFL regular season playoffs going strong. College basketball, of course, NBA hockey as well. We have monthly packages available, all inclusive in the yearly packages as well. We talked about this game a little bit earlier in the show. Biggest game in a long time, actually, over the last maybe month, perhaps. Buffalo at Cincinnati. Great Monday night football game, Wags. Monday might be one of the best football days in a while, right? You get full slate of college bowls, and then you just get this awesome game. Buffalo at Cincinnati. Buffalo currently minus one with a total sitting right around 49 and a half right now. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Huge ramifications as far as the number one seed. Right. So Buffalo wins this game. In my view, unless some weird things happen the last week, the Chiefs could overtake them. Of course, they have the inside track. So full motivation from Buffalo 
to win this game versus um, the Cincinnati Bengals. On the other hand, Cincinnati, man, seven wins in a row. Of course, last week, 22 to 18, they were up 22, nothing. They almost blew that game. Not only in the straight up column, in the ATS column as well, if not for some missed extra points by the Patriots and fumbling at the five yard line for the Patriots, Patriots would have covered and or won that game. So big game. The jungle will be absolutely rocking here for Cincinnati. Um, as far as points scored, these teams fourth and fifth, 28 and 26 respectively for Buffalo versus Cincinnati in terms of points scored defensively, Buffalo second in the NFL in points allowed Cincinnati ninth in the NFL in points. allowed. it's a very even teams. We'll see, man. I mean, huge coaching mismatch in my opinion, obviously McDermott versus, um, Zach Taylor don't love that, but the way this Bengals team is playing right now, the way Zach, the way that Joe Burrow is playing right now. You gotta, I think, look at them at least as a teaser option. Them being the Cincinnati Bengals here. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that at all. I mean, the Bengals you know, rolling off seven straight wins, as you mentioned, um, definitely deserves some love. Um, though I will say they got blanked in the second half last week by the New England Patriots uh, in that crazy comeback. Um, you know, got out to that twenty-two nothing lead were able to hold on um, and, and, and keep that, you know, 22-18 victory um, as well. So, you know, you, you just want to make sure, um, you know, I think Lyle, Lyle Collins also went down for the Bengals. So he's got, you know, they got a hole to fill on the offensive line. They'll figure it out, though, I think. You know, they, they will be facing some top pass rushers on Buffalo. Um, I think it's something to point out also. I mean, the Bills have rolled off six straight since that loss to the Vikings when uh, mm-hmm. Josh Allen fumbled in the end zone and, and the Vikings were able to come back and beat them. Um, so I think this is, yeah, I mean, we haven't seen a game like this with so many implications. I think if um, the Bengals win, they, they close out the AFC North. Um, they take over, you know, the top, potentially the top seed. Potentially. Um, it depends what the Chiefs do. Right, right. Yeah. Potentially. Um, and then on the flip side, you know, Buffalo, if they win this game, you know, they just create that extra pad. Um, you know, they don't have to worry about the Bengals um, at all. And, and uh, yeah, th- this game is really going to feature two of the best right now. You got Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. I mean, it's going to be awesome. And, and like you said, we got a slate of college games that kind of roll right into this game on Monday. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an awesome Monday. Um, this is probably one of the best Monday night games that we've had all season. It is indeed. And we talked about futures earlier in the pod. Bengals currently five to one to win the AFC. If you have strong conviction that they win this game, you want to grab that five to one because that number is going to be long gone because if the Bengals win this game, assuming then that they win um, in week 18, right? So they would be 12 and four week 18, they're home against the Baltimore Ravens. So they're going to be favored in that game. They would be at least the two seed. So they would have home game to start and then um, potentially two more home games, depending on what would happen with the one seed at that point, which would probably be the Kansas city chiefs. So that five to one is going to be long gone. So always be looking at, you know, secondary markets. If you have a strong conviction on one game, yeah, bet the Bengals Monday night football plus one, whatever, but also bet them in the futures market because you're going to get a really, really, really good price in pocket compared to what the market would reopen Tuesday morning should the Bengals win this game. So, yeah, no doubt about that. And, and I was just looking back at the last Monday night games. I mean, this is unquestionably the best one of the season. The only other one that comes close, which just happened to be a great game, 
um, was Las Vegas and Kansas City week five when Kansas City came back 130-29 in a crazy game. game. Um, but as far as top teams playing, it's not even close. Um, this is definitely by far the best game that we've had on a Monday night. Cannot wait for this one. Speaking of Monday Night Wags, it is time for the $200 site credit Monday Night Football Contest time. We've, all, we've been very close to some winners. We want to give out this money. Again, for all the new listeners, I'm about to read off three questions for this Monday Night Football game between the Bills and the Bengals. The first person to get all three questions correct gets $200 in site credit to acl-sports.com. It never expires. You can use it however and whenever you like. All you have to do to enter is DM your answers, direct message your answers to either myself or WAGS on either Twitter or Instagram. The first person to get them in and get all three right wins that $200. Here are the questions. Question number one, Bills minus one and a half versus the Bengals. You're taking the Bills minus one and a half or the Bengals plus one and a half. Question number two, over under 49 and a half over or under 49 and a half question three give us the total number of touchdown passes by joe burrow in the game those are the three questions be the first person to get all three right and you win 200 bucks no questions asked in site credit good luck everybody all right wags free play time now we're excited we have a couple of national football league free plays today would you like to do the honors or would you like me to go first uh, I can go first. Um, I will take the honors here. Uh, my free play is going to be the Atlanta Falcons minus three, minus 110. You can get that on FanDuel right now. Um, it's a great spot for the Falcons, in my opinion, coming home where they put up over 24 points a game. On the flip side, Arizona has to travel to the East Coast for the first time since week two. Um, I think Ritter, you know, had a couple of tough games. They did play at the Saints, at Baltimore. I think he's got a couple of games under his belt. He's going to come home. He's going to get a boost from the home crowd. Um, I think the Falcons just a better offensive team at home. Um, on the flip side, Arizona quarterback issues there. I think Colt McCoy was cleared um, just recently. He might be starting for Arizona, but even so, it doesn't scare me. Um, I think Atlanta gets things done. I think they put up points. I think uh, I'm going to take the Falcons minus three. Free play. Good stuff. I'm in agreement with that play as well. I'm looking in the NFC as well for my play. I'm taking the Bears and the Lions over 52 Minus 110, readily available in the market. Bears-Lions over 52. We know the Jared Goff splits, home versus away. We saw it last week in Carolina and the cold versus the warmth. Just massive differences as far as the numbers that he puts up. This game, of course, is in Detroit in the Dome. The last time these teams these teams played Wags back in week 10, the final score was 31 to 30. 61 total points were put up. The total closed at 48 in that game. And that was outside in Wendy, Chicago. So in my opinion, not enough of an adjustment here for this one, just based upon where both teams are at now, plus the fact that it's indoors. Uh, this Bears defense, why it's continues to just get absolutely torched across the board, giving up, get this, in their last eight games, all of which have been losses, by the way, this Bears defense has given up 35 points, 25, 28, 31, 27, 31, 35, and 49. So the way that this Lions offense has been producing at home, I fully expect those numbers to continue. If we can get any kind of production from uh, Justin Fields, 
especially in the run game, I think that this number is going to go well, well over this this uh, set total of um, 52. Justin Fields certainly has been competent, especially running the ball, right? And what can you do against this Lions defense? Well, run the ball. Detroit is just 28th in the NFL in terms of run defense, giving up 145 rushing yards per game. So Detroit, Chicago, over 52 minus 110, readily available in the market. Good luck to us on both plays. Hard to disagree with that. You have the number 31 and number 32 defense in the league um, as far as points against both allowing over 26 points per game. So, um, yeah, hard to disagree with that one. Good stuff. Uh, Wags, we are fully, as we mentioned, in bowl season. I wish everybody the happiest of New Year's. It has been just an amazing year overall uh, here at uh, ACL Sports with Wags. We've had a great year, great you know, communication, great clientele, great, um, just a, a fun year overall, I think is the best way to put it. Just a lot of good interaction and a lot of winning. So hopefully we're going to continue that into 2023. We wish all you guys, your friends, your family, a happy and healthy new year. And uh, we're really looking forward to 2023 here. Awesome. Yep. Happy new year. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy bowl season. Enjoy these next, uh, you know, several days here. Um, lots of bowls. Pro football Monday is going to be amazing. Yes, sir. If you're in fantasy finals, good luck. Not too much like the Wags. <laughs> all, <laughs> all the luck, my friend. All the luck. It's all good. It's all good. We're. I hope you win your other league in the <laughs> league. I hope. I hope the best man wins that day. Let's go with that. There we'll we see. Go. We'll see. We'll report back, though. We will report back. We, Twitter we will and, indeed. And on the next pod. So. We'll let you guys know. All right. For WAGS, I'm ACL. Check us out. Twitter, Instagram, website. Any questions, let us know. We will talk to you all in 2023.